You're listening to a More Beautiful World podcast with Susan Renee, a place for those of us with curious minds and compassionate hearts to connect into a community where together we can make the world a more beautiful place. I'm so eager to share with you what I've learned on my journey in discovering how we're all connected and how what we do for one, we do for us all. Join me as we explore ways to make positive changes in your own life to stay well, get better, and make our world a more beautiful place. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A More Beautiful World with Susan Renee. I'm your host, Susan Renee, and we are going to talk today about the art of letting go. And specifically, we're going to look at some ways in which we can identify within us uh, what is no longer serving us, no longer serving our highest good, and look at some practices and that we can really work with in order to let that shit go. Okay, because there is no way that you can better yourself if you have no room for betterment. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. All right. Um, At the time of this recording, it is fall. And energetically in traditional Chinese medicine, fall is the season of letting go. Um, From the body's physical perspective, it's about letting go of toxins that have accumulated in us over the summer. Um, But Also, you know, look at nature and what happens in the fall, right? Nature lets go of its leaves, right? The trees let go of the leaves and the plants, you know, lose lose their coloring. There's a lot of letting go that has to happen during this time of year. And the reason that is, you know, if we think about like what happens in winter and spring, right? In the spring, there's going to be a rebirth of leaves and flowers. And in order for that to happen, the plants have to, let go of things right now, right? And they need to rest. And that way they have the energy and the space to bring about the new life and to bring about new energy. So in order to create room, right, uh, we have to create space. We have to free up energy and we have to let go of what is no longer serving us so that those new energies, those new and higher vibrations, those new experiences can come in. So as I've said many times before, if you want to change your life, you first have to change your energy. So if you're on this journey to better yourself and beautify our world with me, you need to know that you cannot change your energy and bring in these new energies if you haven't created the space for that to happen. And that is precisely what we are going to talk about today. So in diving in to creating that space, I want to ask you some questions. So what are you holding on to that no longer serves you? And this could take many different facets. It could be in the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual realm. So, you know, think about physically, right? What physical items maybe have you been hoarding around your home um, or carrying around for years that you haven't even looked at? What thought patterns, you know, if we think about the mental space, what thought patterns have you been, you know, 
replaying in your mind that you know are no longer serving you. And think about it from an emotional perspective. Are there past hurts and angers and resentments that you're holding on to? And from a more spiritual side too, are there old belief systems, you know, that you're holding on to or old beliefs of what you are and what your purpose is that no longer feel in alignment with you? You know, all of that, again, could be the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. It could be any of that and any of those facets in where we identify that there is something that's no longer serving us and we need to let it go. So let me uh, start here today with a few stories about how we can, you know, look at letting go and how it can show up in your life and also talk about some ways um, to let go, right? And to create that space. So one of my favorite ladies, uh, Miss Abraham Hicks, she talks a lot about, you know, checking in with yourself and are you either swimming upstream or are you floating down that river and going with the flow? Um, and that really comes into, you know, again, are you are you letting go and flowing down the river or um, are you fighting against the current? Are you holding on to something? Are you swimming upstream? So uh, there, every time I hear Abraham say that, I always think about this one, I think it was a Netflix show that I was watching. I, I really wish I could remember who this was or if it was a podcast or what, but I think I was watching it on Netflix and it was someone having a conversation with their mom about, um, about life and, and they were kind of reflecting on her life And they gave this example when it comes to suffering and when it comes to being able to let go. And this visual has stuck with me since I heard this. They talk about someone holding on to a mosquito-infested branch on the side of a river. And, And so I think about that as us holding on to these things that no longer serve us, right? So you have this visual, right? Maybe you're in an inner tube um, and you're, you know, bobbing on the river, but for some reason you're holding on to this branch and there's mosquitoes all around and you're getting eaten alive and your muscles are getting fatigued because the current's really strong, right? This is us holding on to our stuff, our emotions, our, our baggage, just all of the shit, you know, that we hold on to. And And when we do that, again, even if you think about this example, this creates suffering, right? This is, um, this is getting us, you know, in this example, right? We're being bit up by mosquitoes and, and we're losing our strength because we're holding on so tightly to that branch. But the moment that we let go, right? The moment we let go of that branch, we let go of these things that no longer serve us. We begin to flow down the river with ease. Right, the suffering stops. Our body can rest. Our muscles can rest, and and things then begin to flow. We have created the opportunity for things to flow into our lives. So again, when it comes to letting go, that example always sticks with me. But I want to give you a few um, simple examples of how letting go has shown up in my own life. And I share these few stories with you because I do feel like they can help us identify, you know, help you identify maybe some opportunities in your life for where you can let go um, and stop the suffering. And again, so we can ultimately 
create space for these new energies to come in. So I'm going to start with a very simple example, but I think it, even though it's simple, I think we all do this a lot, which is why I wanted to share it here. Um, so this is a simple example in my own personal life of how attachment and holding on to things um, can lead to suffering. So um, my partner, his name is Nick, he is in the military and he is overseas at the time of this recording. And he was on a boat uh, for two weeks out in the Persian Gulf. And Nick and I are very close. We have a very close partnership. We communicate very often for being halfway around the world from each other right now. And I have gotten very used to speaking to him every day. He is part of my morning routine. And so when he had left on a boat for two weeks where I wasn't going to have the opportunity to speak with him, I was doing pretty good uh, for a few days. But then all of a sudden, um, one morning, I was out on my morning walk and it just started feeling really hard to not uh, be able to speak to him. And I really wanted his perspective on something that I was going through and I couldn't get it. And I was wallowing in this energy of being so attached to our daily connections and and just so wanting, you know, that connection and feeling the lack of his presence in my life at that moment and feeling that lack of connection. All of this uh, was creating a lot of suffering for me because I was holding on to, again, this attachment. And so I'm out, you know, on my morning walk and I'm going down this spiral of suffering and, and it's starting to trigger, you know, old abandonment wounds. And I'm like, oh, he's left me and he's on a boat and, you know, uh, and so I'm, I'm kind of in this spiral and luckily spirit steps in and reminds me of the Buddhist principle of non-attachment. And, you know, the Buddhist principle of non-attachment states that suffering comes from attachment. And if we can detach, right, and not have attachments, then we can let go of suffering. And I was feeling into that and very quickly recognized that the suffering, the swirl that I was creating for myself was coming from my attachment to, to needing him, to feeling like, you know, I needed to talk to him. And, and once I shifted and, and really let that go and, and recognized, you know, a, I'm always connected to him, um, but also I would be connecting with him soon. You know, it was um, it was about to be another like week or so until I got to speak to him again. And in the grand scheme of time, a week is nothing. So once I kind of let go of the idea that like I needed it right then and there to be connected with him, and I and I let that go, the suffering stopped. And you know, I, I once heard, and again, I don't remember where this one comes from either. I really wish I could do a better job <laughs> um, in, in knowing where some of these thoughts come in from, but there, there's a saying um, that I once heard, and it says, you don't miss, you don't wish, you just hold a vision of what's to come. And that has always really stuck with me because, you know, when we miss and when we wish, which I just used it in my language a few sentences ago, um, that really does come from a, a lacking perspective as if something is missing right now. But if you hold a vision for the future, right, that is, that is where you get a lot of power. So in, in this example, 
you know, this is a shift in mindset that I used to let go of what was no longer serving me. You know, this attachment to needing to connect with him that was coming from a lack perspective. It was coming from a scarcity mentality. And instead I shifted into this um, more abundant mindset, right? Of knowing that I will have plenty of time to connect with him soon, of knowing that we are always connected and, and letting go again of that need and that attachment in the moment and shifting over to this more future focused vision, shifting to the abundant mindset. So you can, you know, let go of what's no longer serving you by shifting your mindset and shifting your perspective on the situation. So that's a pretty simple example. And that, that really was a shift in thought process for me more than anything and a shift in my mental uh, perspective and emotional perspective. But I want to give you another example. Um, I've got a couple examples for you here today. And my next example is about my uh, physical office. So again, at the time of this recording this week, I officially moved out of my in-person office that was in North Scottsdale. And I had been keeping that office in case somebody needed me locally, in case there was an opportunity you know, to work with a client one-on-one locally. And, and also in really feeling into it over these last couple of weeks, knowing that the move was coming, you know, there's always been kind of this belief system that I did need to be in a clinical you know, setting and that I went to nutrition school to be more of a clinical nutritionist and, and to see people, you know, in that nine to five space Monday through Friday. And that has been, you know, very slowly unwinding over the last few years, but there were still little threads in me holding on to that perspective. But I knew um, as I have been journeying through this year and getting more of a calling um, to do deeper levels of work with my clients and and to really go on my own personal journey in deeper ways, I knew that I had to let go of that space. And I, I knew that I had been holding on for all the wrong reasons and that it was taking away a lot of space um, and time and money and energy from my being. So if I wanted to create the space for the newness that I wanted to come in for this new journey, you know, in working with my clients in deeper levels, I knew that I had to let go of that office space. And, you know, while it was bittersweet and while I did get very sentimental um, because there was a, a lot of healing that happened in the office, both for my clients and for myself, um, I knew that again, if I if I want to change my energy and step into these higher vibrations of my own purpose, that that space had to go. Um, so that was an example, really, of physical. You know, something physically I was holding on to, and you can argue to um, there are a lot of emotions that was wrapped around that as well. But it was this physical space that needed to be let go, and the items that were in the office that need to be let go of. So, you know, again, I've given you a couple of examples, but letting go often isn't just about the physical stuff. It applies a lot to the emotions. And specifically, a lot of us carry emotions of resentment, emotions of anger, emotions of frustrations, and really of past hurts, right? And, you know, 
we go through traumas, we go through experiences. And when there is some sort of love pain, when someone has hurt our hearts in some way, we, um, we like to hold on to those for, for some reason and letting those go, letting those stuck emotions that we've been holding on to for days, weeks, months, years, decades, freeing those up and letting those go. That is where I think there is a massive opportunity for us to free up energy in our being. And again, so we can ultimately better ourselves and bring in these newer, higher vibration of energies. So I have plenty of examples. We could probably talk for hours (laughs) about um, the ways in which I have gone through a lot of letting go of the resentments, the angers, the frustrations and past hurts in my life. But I think the biggest glaring example as I was getting ready to talk to you guys about this today, the biggest example for me was um, the resentment and anger that I held on to post-divorce in regards to my ex-husband. And you know, we all in any relationship, there's layers and complications and there's things I did, things he did. You know, it, it all is in divine order and divine timing. But for me, I was really holding on to a lot of anger and resentment around some of the things that transpired in our marriage. And anytime I would think about him and think about re-engaging with him or having to talk to him about something, I just got angry and I got resentful. And when I would share stories with others about my journey and I would speak about my ex-husband, I could feel it. You know, I could feel the energy of my being change to be angry, to have that resentment. And, and so with that, uh, as I've become more self-aware and I've expanded my self-awareness, I recognized I had a big opportunity to let go of this anger and resentment. And so I built in two practices um, for myself. And honestly, I was deep into this practice for at least 12 months, maybe even closer to 16 or 18. But the two practices I brought in to work through that anger and resentment, one is the Hawaiian Ho'oponopono prayer, um, which is a prayer about forgiveness, ultimately. And also there is a mastermind meditation that I do that has forgiveness as a part of um, of the seven-step mastermind meditation process. And, and bringing in those two things really began to loosen up the anger and the resentment and allowed me a chance to finally let it go. And in my prayers, in my meditations, that replacement of the resentment and the anger, it was replacing it with gratitude and appreciation, which on the vibrational scale, you know, gratitude and appreciation are so much higher. Um, they have such higher frequencies and higher calibrations than anger and resentment. And, and so ultimately higher vibrations of energy, right? I know serve my highest good. So working with the Ho'oponopono prayer and working with forgiveness in this mastermind meditation really helped me to, to shift and let go, you know, and, and let go of the anger and resentment. And forgiveness, um, tribe, is a beautiful tool to help us in letting go. You know, and it's not only forgiving those that have hurt us, um, 
where maybe we are holding on to that anger, that resentment. It's about forgiving ourselves as well as forgiving others. And, you know, as, as I start in my mastermind meditation, I always say, I forgive all beings uh, who have harmed me with their words, thoughts, and actions, you know, in the past. And that includes myself. So while, you know, in working in either the Ho'oponopono Hawaiian prayer or this mastermind meditation that I do, you know, forgiveness is about ourselves as well as it is for others. So, you know, I share that with you because I think we all have opportunities for letting go of emotions that no longer serve us. And there are plenty of tools that we can implement to help us do so. But um, for the purpose of this recording today, I think that forgiveness, you know, in the emotional space is one of the more powerful ones. And, and I'll definitely do some future podcast episodes where we dig into forgiveness and some other tools to work through our emotional blocks as well. But as it applies to letting go, I think forgiveness is one of the best tools you can do when it comes to emotional hurts um, and frequencies and, and you know, emotions, energies we, we don't want to hold on to anymore, right? So we can let go of these things that no longer serve us. So you can work on the art of letting go, you guys, by expanding your awareness and really see where you're suffering. You know, where are you feeling stagnant? Where are you feeling stuck? You know, think about in what areas of your life are you holding on to that mosquito infested branch on the side of the river, right? Thinking about that example I kind of kicked off with today. Are there areas where it feels like that in your life? You know, and then ask yourself, is there an opportunity for you to let it go? You know, does holding on to that branch right now, getting eaten by mosquitoes and being exhausted physically from holding on to that damn branch, you know, will it feel better to let it go? And how does it feel best to do so for yourself? You know, is it through forgiveness and working through some emotions? Is it through some mindset practices? And do you have opportunities to make shifts in your perspective? Is it maybe through physically, you know, throwing some shit away or maybe donating it, repurposing it, right? There are a lot of ways that we can let go of of things, right? Be them physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, right? But whatever it is for you, you know, as always, get curious, right? Think about the opportunities that you have available to you. Um, and expand your awareness and look at where you are suffering in your life. Look at areas where you're holding on to things that are no longer serve you. And then I encourage you, once you've identified those areas, practice the art of letting go. Remember, if you truly want to better yourself and beautify our world, we do need to create the space and the availability in your energy for that to happen. So with that, I know that is a lot and I know that letting go can be a lot, but I know you all can do it. And I know you're here listening because you know in your heart of hearts that you can do it too. Um, 
so with anything, you know, I, I call this the art of letting go tribe, by the way, because it is a practice. It is something that I think needs to be perfected in time. So maybe consider starting small. You know, I remember when I went on a big purge and a big cleansing process of letting go, I started simply by cleaning out a drawer in my kitchen. <laughs> and literally that kicked off, you know, from the drawer, it went to all the drawers and then it went to the pantry and then it cascaded into, you know, de-shitting my whole house and all my clothes and um, you know, all my office supplies. And, and so you can start somewhere that's small and that feels, you know, comfortable for you to help you start to build momentum. But again, wherever you start, wherever you begin, I do ask and encourage you all to practice that art of letting go because it is needed in order for you to, you know, change your energy, right? So you can change your life and it's needed for you to ultimately better yourself and beautify our world. So much love to you all, dear tribe. Thank you so much for listening. As always, no, I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll look forward to being back with you in another episode soon. So until next time, tribe. Thank you so much for listening. I've got a few more tidbits for you. So hang with me for just one more moment. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling inspired. If so, I'd love it if you would consider leaving a review below and dropping some comments. I always love hearing from you, Tribe. And so you know, when new episodes drop, make sure you sign up for my podcast announcements email list in the episode description below. I've also got a totally awesome free guide for you called It Begins With You, where I share a few quick ways to start making the world a more beautiful place beginning with you. You can click the link to go grab it in the description below. And of course, if you have any requests or suggestions for future episodes, I'm always eager to hear them. Head on over to Instagram and shoot me a DM or reply to one of my email announcements and let me know what you're wanting to hear. Thanks again, tribe, and much love to you all. Until next time.